0: Good, was good. Um, whew, y'all know what it is already. Still, as always, still kind of struggling. Um, <laughs> a little bit behind the gun here. Um, you know, trying to get this stream um, shared out. So, if y'all just bear with me for a little bit, y'all know what it is already. I know I've been going for a minute. Um, but I am back and I am back with some very interesting and possibly, um, you know, triggering conversation to say the least. Uh, it's definitely a whole last thing. So um, it, it's it'll be interesting, but um, y'all just give me a little bit. And I just want to get this shared out and yeah we're just gonna allow people a little bit of space i apologize to the folks who are listening via audio podcast y'all know what it is just hit that what 15 second skip until you know we ain't doing this no more you got to give me a little bit of time here just a little bit of time because you know it's a interesting show so Give me a little bit. I know folks are not expecting me to be on anymore. I took a few weeks off. Um, but in that few weeks, you know, uh, uh, buried in auntie and moved and just had some other things going on, you know, uh, going to be out the country next week. So, you know, just got to get it in, get in where I fit in and get the show in when I can. So that's what we're doing today. So share this out, but yeah, happy to be back talking with y'all yet again. So welcome to another episode of the men like us podcast. Um, it's a podcast that is aimed at men, um, who are attracted to trans women. Um, you know, and obviously there are some things that people who are not men (laughs) who are attracted to trans women, uh, you know, can get from this as well. So, um, You know, I always want men to understand that they are not alone. They are not the only ones. Uh, There is a community of men out there who are living in their truth. And, you know, men who are working towards that. Not everybody starts there, it's a journey. So, you know, not everybody starts out, you know, hey family, this is me and this is, these are the kind of women I like. And, you know, letting their inner circle know you know who they are and and all that kind of stuff um, to re, you know reiterate and dispel some confusion. You know when we talk about on the show living in your truth, not being DL no more. That does not mean you're. We're telling guys to run out to every corner of the earth, shout it from the top of a hill that I love trans women and this is what it is. Not it. Uh, you know it's just all it's all about being honest with yourself, being honest with your loved ones. With the people in your, you know, inner circle, and you know, being yourself, living in your truth, and not trying to hide, you know, for, you know, in, in fear, essentially. Um, so, you know, uh, trans women deserve that from us, men. They deserve us to be there for them, one hundred and ten percent, not conditionally. Um, they do not deserve for us to run and hide and cower whenever it's possible somebody that we know might see us with them in public like all that kind of ish but you know fellas the show is for you um we got a really interesting guest on later in the show um but i wanted to start the show out with giving a shout out to a former guest of the show um imara jones so imara jones has just been listed as time magazine's um our top 100 influential people in 2023. So let me see if I can get her on it. Here we go. Uh, uh, I did the thing wrong again. I can't get this platform right. I don't use it a lot. But yeah, so Amara Jones, um, head of Translash Media. She runs Translash Media. She's a journalist, a blogger. So definitely go check out her brand, Translash Media. Um, ooh, sorry. Let me turn off the stand. I think this video filter thing is kinda fudging the thing. So here we go. Hopefully that it'll run quicker now. So yeah, I just moved into a new place. I so don't mind the background. Um, but yeah, um, you can go back in the show and Amara and, and I are on the Men Michaels like podcast talking about Star Trek. A passion of both of ours. We both love Star Trek. Um, and you know, I share some insights, she shares some insights, and um, you know, we kinda dig beneath the surface uh because with star trek there's a lot going on there and there's a lot of you know subtext and all that kind of stuff so um if you like amara jones go back and watch that conversation we had a good time i would love to have her back on i am way overdue to talk some star trek on the show so you know maybe we'll 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 make that happen but had to give Amara a shout out she's a former guest of the show and she's doing big things she made the list 100 most influential people of 2023 shout out all day. So, um, well, beyond that, I have some, you know, I guess some more somber news. Um, There was a trans woman in Atlanta that was murdered this week. Um, Her name is Ashley Burton. Let me see if I got a picture. Here we go. Um, Ashley Burton was murdered this week in Atlanta. not much information out there officially. Um she was just shot and killed in a in a in a apartment complex in southwest Atlanta, uh, where she lived. Um her neighbors had pretty much let on that she lived there. Um, but uh, police say this was related to a domestic incident. Um, but don't know anything else about the shooter who killed her, all that kind of stuff. But, you know just yet another murder of a black trans woman in america which is obviously highly unfortunate and, and and just got awful and um you know i just hope they find who the guy is and really to that point man um I, I, I you, you may not agree with me on this one guys but i really do think it's high past time that we get out there and start supporting you know when they they have these memorials for the girls when they have these events protesting the, the murders of trans women, men need to show up for that shit. We need to be there. We absolutely need to be there. I think um, the last event that I went to, um, I, was, I was pretty frustrated. I was very upset with men because there was like 50, a little bit over 50 trans women there. I was the only cis hetero man there that wasn't there to cover it for news um it was all women and gay men and other people of the lgbt community wasn't that many of them but they was there and i was the only just guy like us um you know trans attracted guy there and i'm just like oh man this fucking sucks like men we are underperforming by a wide margin i'm looking across this crowd of women standing up for their friend this their sister this girl that they knew And, you know, looking for seeking justice, seeking action from the city on this shit. And there's no men. And we all know these girls have been with men. Like, it ain't like they're not laying up with dudes. It ain't like men ain't showing up to try and be around them, be with them or nothing like that. Like, men, they have men in their lives and none of them showed up. I was the only, only guy there in that is it just shouldn't be absolutely should not be that way so what i am putting to you men out there the guys who are living in their truth the guys who are looking to support be an ally and all those things um it's time to start showing up just be there support you ain't gotta be in the middle of of everything you don't gotta be taking you know like just be there we need more men showing up to these events and just supporting just show up in support and, you know, join in the calls for, you know, the police and city officials to actually start looking into these murders and make sure they get solved. Because there's quite a few of these that just go unsolved and nobody knows what's happening. Nobody knows what happened. So, um, yeah, but that's, uh, I know that's a little summer but I had to talk about that because it's just, it's awful that, you know, these things just keep happening. And, you know, I pray for her family and I hope that they find the person responsible for this murder. She was shot to death right in front of her door. So this person right in front of her door, I believe it was on the second floor, second or third floor. So they had to go up some stairs, shoot her in front of her door. So just awful. Um, anywho, uh, outside of that, onto the main part of the show. So um, I was contacted by an author um, named Phil Illy. Phil Illy um, did a book about, you know, examining attractions to trans women. Uh, Phil Illy has done a ton of research, very well read on the issue, knows all the studies, which was absolutely amazing to bring up during this conversation. Um, they were talking about, oh, hold on. Oh, hey. <laughs> So, you know, they were talking about, um, Phil was just talking about a lot of these studies and a lot of things, just dropping a lot of information. So, you know, uh, we had the conversation earlier this week. I'm going to play for you guys right now. And, you know, well, I I may or may not have some more conversation at the end of this, but it is a really dope conversation. It's really raw. It's really real. Um, It may trigger some people. Uh, Fellas, you may hear some stuff you don't want to hear. Ladies, you may hear some stuff you don't want to hear, but hey, we're just having a real conversation and just keeping it real and, and spin facts. So without further ado. All right, I am here with Phil Illy, author of Auto-Heterosexual Attracted to Being the Other Sex. Um, Phil has, you know, wrote this book. And, you know, in this book, Phil covers um, the top, the I guess the, the subject of attraction to trans women and has dug pretty deep on this one and and i just want to just talk with you about it so thank you for joining us today phil
1: yeah thanks for having me
0: chris yeah so um first we'll 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 get the big word out the way (laughs) we'll get the big word out the way so what what is that word that 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 you know people social women yeah social scientists are using you know, yeah. to describe attraction to trans women.
1: So, the technical term for attraction to trans women is gynandromorphophilia. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that just has the roots. Gyn is woman, andro is man, morpho means look like, philia means love. So, mm-hmm. it's basically a love of people that have mixed gender traits.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, since gynandromorphophilia is not the easiest word to say um often people just shorten it to gamp the mm-hmm. acronym and you just say it like camp and it um yeah and gamp seems to be in in like roughly five percent of males maybe
0: oh have, have like a wow phil i i I think there are a lot of ladies that would disagree with that say it's a little bit higher it's not a little bit it's a lot (laughs) bit higher than five percent right but you know i'm just (laughs) i'm just talking about what i know or not what i know but what i've heard from you know different women because it ain't like i know all the dudes out there but um yeah that's not the first time i heard that term and um i've had some other friends bring up that term it's like oh no no this is what you are this describes you and you know that's that was during a time where, you know, I was really tied to the whole term of, uh, uh, to the term trans attracted, trans amorous, all that stuff. I was really tied to those terms uh, way back when. And um, I'm just like, oh, no, 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 you're just trying to force some other label on me that I didn't choose for myself. And, um, but, you know, and doing research on it, it definitely, you know, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. It is definitely there. Um, but uh, is does that term also does that term describe like men being attracted to female qualities, like period? Because you know, let, let's be real. Some of the girls you can't tell that they're trans. You just see a you just see a fine woman walking down the street, tight dress, looking good. and You're just like, dang. And you know, for the guys who don't even deal with trans women like that, they say they say it's not their flavor. That's what they say. Um, you know I, I i guess like how i guess is there a term or a concept that covers that as well like why i well, might find a trans woman attractive attractive even though he's not interested in being with the trans woman he just acknowledges oh well yeah she's got she's pretty face or i like fat ass or it's because
1: the trans women have feminine signifiers on them you know that these sort of physical cues that signal to to men that are attracted to women will pick up on these cues and you know like you know like you're mentioning like the tight dress or like maybe Mm -hmm. having a good butt or something like you're not when you see those particular cues you're not necessarily thinking hold on is this which sex of a person is this you're just like oh there's womanly traits like there's a woman you know Mm -hmm. and so gynandromorphophilia is actually it seems as far as we can tell it's it's um a type of male heterosexuality and you know when it's in males it's a type of heterosexuality and um scientists have actually brought in you know gamps into the lab and and like measured their physical arousal in response to showing them different types of stimuli, you know, like Mm -hmm. these, these scientists, they brought in, they brought in straight men, gay men and, uh, GAMP men. And they, you know, they hooked them up, hooked their, the technical term for this is penile plethysmography, but basically it's just scientific dick measuring, um, Mm -hmm. where they, they put a little, um, something around your dick and it it, and then they show you different forms of erotic media and then based on and then that just measures you know how much blood flow went into your penis so it's kind of like an objective measure and and when scientists did this they found that um the the men who were particularly attracted to trans women you know who who were included in the study because they said they had that attraction they were they found trans women um slightly more attractive on average than than, um cis women and um these men also showed pretty low attraction to stimuli depicting like gay male sex Mm. um and what this suggests is that since since these um trans attracted men were much more attracted to trans women and to women cis women and and not so attracted to men it it's a sign that they're attracted to trans women is because of their heterosexuality it's like it's not a sign of gayness or anything like that they're attracted to the feminine signifiers
0: Hmm. yeah well i can and, definitely uh co-sign with that <laughs> right yeah <laughs> definitely co-sign with that i mean both physically and um you know both physically and spiritually um uh or even just on a different level than just physicality you know i just think there are i think women can have female signifiers or feminine signifiers physically but it's also in just like the way a woman carries herself you know like some women just bring a certain aura into a space and it's clear as day for everybody to see you know um which is, you know, in certain conversations. That's why people, you know, I've I've heard, I've talked with some of my friends, and they're just like, yeah, you know, the the mental transition is important. You know, are you mentally transitioning to a woman, and and you know, are you getting those certain thought processes and 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 uh, ways of your ways of being? You know, is that changing? But um, you know, it's I, I there's definitely that, but I just know it's for me, it's even more than just it physically, yes. But definitely catch it on a different level, um, you know, when it comes to the mental and, and, and uh, to kind of just what she projects.
1: Right. Yeah. Basically, like her vibes. If if she's sure. like losing femininity, then you're like, oh, damn, I'm interested. Right. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 And yes. So that I mean, but that's really interesting. Um, do you? Do you? Um, I, I, and I know I didn't. We didn't plan for this, but do you, you know, off the top of your head, do you like? Can you? Do you have any um, idea like what? What college did that study? Like, where, where can people look this up?
1: Oh, that one. Kevin Sue and Michael Bailey did that study. That okay. was at Northwestern University. Okay. Um, yeah. If you if you you could look up Kevin Sue. Um, his last name is spelled H S U. And then Michael Bailey. He is he's a very renowned sexologist he's real easy to find mm. um but yeah they they worked on that study and and they've also in addition in addition to um just measuring um you know like i mentioned in that 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 dick measuring study they measured straight men gay men and and gynandromorphophilic men mm-hmm. and and in a later study they also um measured how cross-dressers responded you know like male male to female cross-dressers how they responded to the same stimuli and they responded that the curve of how they were attracted was basically exactly the same as the gamp men but it's just a slightly weaker response Mm. um so which which suggests that there's some sort of commonality between um you know basically being attracted to trans women and and being attracted to being a woman um mm. the, the, both of these seem
0: to co-arise quite frequently interesting um that does play into the um uh a uh, uh, theme i guess i don't know I, okay so I, I read about this study or not study this pub this, this paper that got published and you know it was basically trying to categorize trans women and they were saying like there's this class of trans women that's over here you know they trans they typically transition younger and you know like whatever their motivations are one thing and then they they were like well there's this other class and this other class of trans women they are typically people who transition later in life and you know it essentially it was like their appreciation for trans women grew into them transitioning and like they're doing it at 60 or um you know it's kind of like uh i hate i hate bringing this person into it but i mean the obvious one that people bring up all the time is Caitlyn jenner um because yeah. that's just that's the yeah, one yeah, everybody yeah. knows that the transition later in life who is yeah, yeah. you know uh but it's it's it it, it it seems like it kind of plays into that a little bit and you know i i just read it i know there are a lot of people that don't put yeah. stock into that published paper they don't agree with it whatever yeah, it's whatever controversial yeah do you yeah. want me to briefly describe like
1: oh how they go is?
0: from that yeah sure man, why not because i mean so, it is out there you see it clear as day that there's like a group of trans women that like they all kind of fit the same bill and they all transition like 55 or 60.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and well, they they transition. actually. Yeah. Um, so sexologists start work sort of for decades. Sexologists were trying to figure out how many types of transsexuals are there. They couldn't figure it. they were having trouble. Um, and in the 70s, 1970s, they started to sort of like hone in on it. And you know, some sexologists said there's two types that are say, like John Money, he proposed that there was there was an effeminate homosexual type and a transvestite type. And then say like Peter Bentler in 76, he suggested that there was a heterosexual type, a homosexual type, and an asexual type, you know, a three type model. And then so a couple of Australian researchers said that they found evidence for just two types, which would be there'd be a homosexual one and a heterosexual one. And so even before these studies, you mentioned that, that are considered controversial now, sexologists were sort of arriving at, like, there seems to be two fundamentally different types of trans women. And um, and then in the 80s um, at the Clark Institute of Psychiatry in Toronto, there was some researchers who, this is when computers first started hitting the scene and they could finally run you know have databases and run statistical analyses and things like that mm-hmm. and so basically technology had advanced to the point where they could finally you know st- study this empirically with numbers and fancy math stuff <laughs> and and basically the the lead researcher on f- figuring out that two-type model his his name's ray blanchard um and he did a series of empirical studies three of them and he also post, he also published quite a few reviews that sort of summarize his research. But he did three empirical studies on figuring out the typology of male to female transsexualism. And he found that there was one type which he called homosexual, which all previous researchers had said there was a homosexual type. This This is like, there was no one ever doubting that, that there is a homosexual type and the confusion was about like what other types are there and he, he named the other type he called it autogynophilic um which means love of self as a woman and it, it's yeah that's sort of one of the main subjects of my book because i have this orientation and um yeah it's basically some people are attracted to being the other sex and they grow to see themselves as being more like the other sex and they get emotionally attached to it because, you know, sexual orientation, you have like the erotic part at first, like the lust, but then, you know, sort of the attachment builds over time. Right. And mm-hmm. so basically this autogynephilic type, they transition be it's out of love. Um, and, and it's because they love being a woman and mm-hmm. it, it brings them joy, makes them happier themselves um there's a whole bunch of you know it helps reduce their dysphoria there's a whole bunch of reasons they transition and it's a highly personal decision whether or not to do that Mm -hmm. um but yeah basically sexologists sort of converged over decades upon the idea that there's two fundamentally different types Mm. of transsexualism
0: now see i heard it and i know we're kind (laughs) of getting in the weeds now But, like, I heard it as, like, okay, no, this is a group of individuals that were, um, essentially, they they fetishized trans women because they wanted to be trans women and eventually ended up being trans women. Like, the fetishists took them in that direction. Is that not the case? Is that not what? That one is related. That's... i would
1: consider that a sub like a subset of the autogynephilic type whereas like that's that's that you could call that autogynandromorphophilia or -hmm. autogamp and that's just the attraction of being a trans woman Mm -hmm. it's sort of like if you got that thing in your brain that makes you attracted to being stuff
0: Mm -hmm.
1: whatever it is that you're attracted to the most is also likely going to be the same stuff you're attracted to being. And so if you think trans women are the most beautiful type of person and you're attracted to being one, then you're going to want to transition and become trans woman.
0: hmm. OK, interesting. Um. So uh, <laughs> back to the back to the fellas, because, you know, yeah, been, yeah guess, let's talk about the fellas back to the fellas now. So, uh, you know, the the, the fellas, uh, I'm gonna just, I really wanna, I, I wanna focus on men because, or men, okay, essentially men who believe, or men who are tied to this idea of, well, I'm straight. And because I'm straight I could never see a trans woman being attractive or anything like that. But then it always happens. You see it on, you see the videos where they're like, oh, what? I had no idea. Oh, man, man, you got me. You got me. And it was just like, you know, these, these guys who don't even understand how their own attraction to women works to the point where they're completely trying to suppress and dismiss a side of their own sexuality that leaves space to at the very least be attracted to trans women in some way, shape, or form
1: yeah yeah this is this can happen with sexuality in general where Mm -hmm. someone can have a sexual proclivity that is offensive to their self-image like it conflicts with their self-image and then Mm -hmm. they want to just shut it down and ignore it and deny it and then they feel shame and it's a whole bad trip um oh i know (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah i was actually curious um like in my book um i argue that it would be good if we had language that treated trans attractions as worthy so that they could um, basically, so there could be a sex positive outlook towards attraction to trans women where, they, where it, the attraction is them can be seen as legitimate mm-hmm. and perfectly fine and not like some weird thing. And also so that those men attracted to them could feel that, they're not some sort of freak for it that it's that's fine it's it's just it's a different type of heterosexuality mm-hmm. but it's fine yeah I'm just curious what um well I mean how you feel about that you know like the term chaser I do. and all that
0: oh gosh well I've done quite a few episodes on that term yeah I bet. and you the jury is still out on that one because you know the issue with the term chaser is everybody's got their own definition so there's noticed, one group saying yeah I've
1: noticed chaser is this
0: no it's this and i'm like okay well i appreciate that chaser only means these extreme things and not all men but the way that is being used at large it might as well be an interchangeable word with they interchange it with men period no matter what the guy's done so um but i i feel you on that and actually i I was kind of um i was thinking about this and i i was talking to a couple friends about i'm like you know it's kind of sad that like in the LGBT space there is no space for like trans attracted men like essentially these are men with a specific sexual orientation that that is not deemed acceptable by the dominant society it's not deemed normal or validated in any way and it's just like i wish there was some rubric built out safe haven for these guys to go to like this whole trans attracted, trans amorous community thing, like it's very small and fledgling and it's largely, you know, digital. Like a lot of the guys in these groups, we never met each other in person. I got guys that I've known for shit, four or five years. I haven't met them in person, you know, because we just we we congregate in these groups, but it's just like the guys who don't know about these groups don't have access to it don't even know it exists don't even know this podcast exists like there is no place for them to go oh you're this okay go over here you can find community and support validation and respect over here there is the the trans community doesn't provide space where the lgbt community overall doesn't provide space for it um and i would say a lot of it has to do with Let's just be real. Um, uh, 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 um, a lot of it has to do with misandry. A lot of people in all of these spaces they have a very poor, negative view of cis hetero men. Yeah. So you know, and those that,
1: men have, feel shame about their attraction too, so yeah. they can't even be open about it and normalize it because they're all like, mm-hmm. they're they're keeping it. It like if they can't come out then they can't normalize it, you know? And and the shame keeps them from coming out.
0: Absolutely, and and it's one thing to overcome the shame that comes from the outside world, your family, your friends, your pastor, your whoever. It's one thing to overcome that. It's another thing to have to battle the LGBT community itself for validation and respect. Because, I mean, (laughs) we come into this space, we get shit on by the girls, Right and left we get disrespected by the girls right and left we get yeah we, and, and that's you know double tripled for everybody else out in the all the l's and the b's and the g's it's, it's even worse for all them and, yeah. and you know when really this is a but like, trans is something that's completely different from the rest of the what, what we'll just call the alphabet right now um <laughs> They're they're completely different because it's not just about who you're fucking. All those other letters is about who you're fucking. Trans is something completely different because you can be trans, be a lesbian, you can be trans and be heterosexual, you can be trans and asexual, you can be trans like your sexuality is still independent. It's separate from you being trans, And, and so it's like. But the L's and the G's that ain't got nothing to do with but who you fucking. And it's like a guy who's trans attracted should be able to find some sort of safe haven. Like, okay, dang, well, come on over here because, hey, yo, if if they're not going to respect you and validate you and let let you feel valid in your sexuality, we got you. We're going to provide a safe haven and support just like we provide a safe haven and support for bisexuals and whatever, pansexuals, all that stuff. Like, come on over here. But, you know, it's just like, it just doesn't get the same level of respect inside the community that you know any other sexual identity would get. I mean, we're really at the, bot- we're the bottom of the barrel when it comes to sexual identities in the LGBT space. I mean, yeah, the trans women get, it, get the shit end of the stick in the LGBT space, and we get whatever is left at the end of that shit end of the stick. So right, yeah, um, it's it's bad. It's bad. I, I wish guys, I wish there was something built. And just this community overall to provide space for these guys to get show up, get support, be validated. I'm not saying you gotta fucking praise the, you know, you don't gotta give me flowers and worship the ground I walk on. I just want a place where people ain't shitting on me because of what I like. That's right. it. Can you can people just be nice to me and and not, not 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 treat me special, but just treat me as nicely as you would anybody else? We we can't get that
1: right yeah and and like part of part of this dynamic is because you know like a lot of the trans women that are looking for men Mm -hmm. you know they they're just thinking i just want a regular cis man that's not specifically attracted to trans women i just want a man that's just attracted to women because i'm a woman and that's what i want like it's, it's that sort of reasoning yeah and and then so when there's men that are specifically attracted to trans women it they don't some of them don't like it because they don't like they don't want to be reminded that they're trans you know and so like that their own difficulty with their own gender situation makes mm-hmm. it so there's like not much room left to make sure that the men that are attracted to them are getting treated fairly you know
0: yeah for sure um and look I, I've already been canceled twenty times over, so I, I'm just saying say how I feel. Uh, 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 the pursuit of cisness leads to all manner of problematic mindsets, and that ain't just with the women; that's with the fellas too. There's this cis heteronormativity that everybody's chasing—everybody wants the same white house with the white picket fence, and they want they 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 want to they essentially naturally they're off-white you don't fit in you're not not that you don't fit in but you're not like every other house and people try to cover it up paint over it and try to just uh, try to pretend like they're like everybody else like you don't need to be like everybody else to be valid it's okay to be different and you need to love and accept that what makes you different and you know for the men they, 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 there are some guys that really try to go to the nth degree to you know avoid the fact that even the, that their girl is trans. Like essentially, these guys want to take part in the delusion with them, or they'll yeah. even push a girl into that. A girl who is comfortable in herself, they'll push her into that space when that isn't even where she was mentally.
1: Right, it's because they got like the shame. About, you know what they're into, mm-hmm. and and that's part of why I want to get the, these orientations more well understood because I think a lot of why, um, a lot of the the shitty behavior that I've that I've seen reported by trans women online with respect to like the men they date, mm-hmm. it seems to be that the men are have not yet confronted their shame and mm-hmm. and like just realize that hey it's fine to be attracted to trans women it's like it doesn't have to be a big deal um yeah and so like this this shame keeps them holds them back from being able to be their best
0: selves oh absolutely um but you know what it what what else it is is um so you have to understand how men work as well and, and when the, the girls women don't understand this shit so they're they're making analysis without un, without the full understanding of how the math maths. So essentially, these men are not at a place where they can view you trans woman as a viable candidate for long term relationship or commitment. At this point, they can't even right. see that you're capable of that. All they see, they're putting you in that. Oh, she's just she's just a good time girl. Just, this is just a fuck. This is just a, I'm going to get my nut. And I am i can't even see you as somebody who could give me a complete relationship, who could give me what I'm looking for. I'm coming to you just for this fetish, this sex, this whatever. And, you know, this happened. men do it with cis women too. This isn't a trans exclusive thing. If there's a girl that we look at and say, okay, well, I'm not looking at you like you got potential for X, Y, and Z. I'm only looking at you like, yo, uh, uh, so what we doing? When we linking up? Uh, I, 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 when we Netflix and chilling? Yeah, I can right, come over yeah. and hang out with you and I could fuck you, but at, at no point will I ever see you as girlfriend material because I've already filed you away in that in that space. I know it seems simple. I know it may seem silly. I know people may not even agree with it, but it's, it's one of those things. And I guess I'm speaking from experience because with me, I didn't I didn't see it until I saw it. So my friend Eric, I met I met this guy named Eric. And um before that, you know, I was just viewing, I was watching porn, and I wasn't interacting with trans women at that time I, in real life. I was just, you know, attracted and, and keeping it secret and all that kind of stuff. But you know, it took me seeing this dude. Like he had, he's at the, when I met him, he was six years into his relationship and he's like, oh yeah, she's great, this, this, and this. He was just a regular guy like me. And um, I like, when I saw him doing it, it clicked for me like, holy shit, I could have this too. And I didn't even think to like, look at this, like, this is what I could get out of this. I wasn't, uh, uh, all, I wasn't looking at relationship, girlfriend, wife, any of that kind of shit. I was just looking at, oh, this is these these are bodies that I enjoy and that I look yeah, at and I think catch a nut. Yeah. But it was like I, I didn't that switch to go off of my mind until I until I saw it. And it just takes one of those things it's like these guys, they can't see it. Some men can't see it. They they can't look at trans women and be like, oh yeah, this girl is worthy of relationship. This girl is worthy of this. It's right. They
1: they scientists actually, um, in one of the big surveys they did of GAMP men that had mm-hmm. a little over 300 GAMP men, mm-hmm. um, roughly a third of, of them. Um, like if they had to choose just one, t- one sexual partner for the rest of their life, um, a bit over half would choose a female woman and about a third would choose a trans woman. Mm. Right. And so it seems that like, yeah, maybe about a third of Gamps would, would have that sort of like long-term serious relationship disposition that Mm -hmm. you're talking about. And yeah. And, and so that is something that like, that's part of that scene that I see trans women complaining about, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, the dudes, um, you, yeah there's definitely yeah. like some of y'all that, that trust can me. have serious relationships with trans women
0: oh there's plenty but they're there trust me the complaints the complaints are never ending on the man's side of the equation as well trust me i run <laughs> two groups for men i'm an admin on two different groups with uh membership combined i don't know i haven't checked it lately it's probably like two thousand. Like it's 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 quite a few people in these groups, but it's just like I promise you, there are and it isn't really a trans specific it can be a trans-specific name, but it's it's just it's the same story. Nice guy, you know, going after a girl that ain't ready to be got. You know, uh you know, like the song says, she don't want to be saved. Don't save her, she don't want to be saved. You're looking at this girl, hey, I'm a nice guy, I got a stable job, and she, she wants the DL guy. she doesn't want me or you know she wants she wants this kind of guy I'm not the kind of guy that she wants it's just or you know there there's fuck shit going on whatever like there's I'm just saying like there's complaints galore from the men's side of the table I know the girls complain I know there's a lot of shitty dudes out there but guess what there's a lot of shitty women in the trans community as well so that's <laughs> yeah. just facts I don't yep. hate the trans community. I want this stigma related to dating trans women to be lifted. I would love to see trans women validated in the same way that cis women are validated in our society. But that doesn't mean I have to sit here and lie and act like most of the women in the trans community are good relationship material because a lot of them are not. In the same way that a lot of men that the yeah. trans women encounter are pieces of shit. They're bad people. They're liars. They're abusers. They're cheaters. You know, they're, they're dishonest. They they bring disease. They do all... Men have done all sorts of shit. I've heard a whole host of stories. I'm sure you've heard a bunch of wild shit, yeah. But on the flip side of it, from the guys, same thing. Same thing. Women that are abusive, women that are cheaters, Uh, women that are thieves, women that, you know, like... It's just all these men getting game too. It's just, you know, it it happens. It's just, it's not, the landscape as it is right now isn't good, and I feel, I promise you, I've been doing this, Men Like Us podcast for two and a half years, almost three. I've been podcasting about this issue, about trans attraction and all this stuff for about six years, and I have never been able to figure out how to find that, that small little strip of people on both sides. The, the the group of women that are ready for a relationship and they got their life together, and the men, I'm sorry, uh, who are relate, who are ready for a relationship and got their life together as well. These two groups always miss each other, and they deal with the rest of the bullshit.
1: <laughs>
0: they <laughs> all deal with the rest of the bullshit. They ne- yeah. and they really connect, and it's 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 fucking crazy. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of going off on the tear because I'm passionate about this shit. Yeah, and well, I feel for the men. Vaguely. A, 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 you know, men have bad experiences too. You know, I've, I've had my share of bad experiences. And, you know, the the one thing that I will say about men, now, yeah, I, y'all can say I'm a woman-hater on this one if you want, but one thing I have noticed with a majority of the men that I've seen in this space, the ones that are looking for a relationship, um, even if they get done dirty, they still have some manner of hope. There's they never lost, like their light has never been stolen from them. Like there are guys that turn completely bitter and even though they want trans women, they fucking hate them. they you know, there are some really bad, they're, they're, there's so many really bad people that I've had to eject from my groups that they ain't got a nice thing to say, period. But, um, but more than that, you know, the large majority of guys Hey, all right, bro. You got cheated on. Dang, that sucks. Oh wow, you found out where money really come from. Dang, bro. Well, he, you know that guy's right back out there talking to another girl. Six months mm-hmm. later, he's trying. He's going out on dates. He's he he wants to yeah. find love. That's and his sexual
1: orientation. He's um, not that's giving what he's it up. He's doing.
0: Yeah, but it's it's that's it's the spirit of hey, I want this, and I'm going to keep chasing it. And not that I want a woman. I want love. I want a healthy relationship. I want a relationship with death that fulfills me. And these guys, while they may be discouraged temporarily, they never truly lose hope. They never fall to that bitter, dark place that they can't climb themselves. They typically don't fall into that place that they can't climb out of. So that's, that's, I'm, I'm just noting the difference in what I've seen from a lot of women, all all men are trash, they're all this, they're all that. Look, we have bad experience with y'all too. We just get back out there and, and try and find somebody who will do better by us than the last person did. Like we just don't give up.
1: Yeah. It's yeah, it's hard because everyone's had their feelings hurt in so many different ways. It's hard to keep putting your heart out there like that. But
0: absolutely.
1: Yeah. No, like I yeah. I'm glad you want to help destigmatize it. Cause I, I think that's the right way to go about things too. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I even argue in my book that, um, basically GAMP men, they kind of, they qualify to be in the LGBTQ political coalition. Um, you know, a lot of them identify as bisexual, um, you know and and they're attracted to people with that have physical traits of both sexes so um even though it is a type of heterosexuality that makes them attracted to trans women it it i, I guess you could call it like a type of like maybe queer heterosexuality mm. uh, and so it sort of like straddles the line between between straight and queer because it has it's both mm-hmm. and um, so like that, I think they they belong in that the alphabet, as you put it, and they they should get like treated that their attraction should be treated as perfectly legitimate and acceptable.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not asking for a flag or none of that shit.
1: <laughs> you know, there's already a flag. <laughs>
0: uh, I, you, I, 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 I remember, uh, a while ago, there were some guys like, "Oh yeah, hey guys, we should get a flag." We, what do you think about this? Is I'm like, we don't oh, stop it. We don't need a, we don't need a flag. We 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 don't. We haven't even gotten people to 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 see us as valid to exist on this planet. We need to iron that shit out before we try and get a flag. <laughs> like we're, we we can't be a part of the collective. Right, there's not even
1: like a nice word yet. You know, people usually use the term chaser and they usually use it in like a Mm -hmm. in a mean way. Absolutely. And and it's it's bullshit because, you know, like we don't it's just it's really it's just yeah, it's unfair to those men. And Mm -hmm. and for the trans people that use the term chaser, when they use that, it kind of implies there's sort of this subtle implication that they don't themselves don't feel that they're worth being attracted to, you know, if mm. they're denigrating someone for being attracted to them, it's sort of like they, they don't see their own worth. And that's mm. sad. Um, and so well. I'd like that to happen less
0: <laughs> now. now here's the thing. Cause I, I, I already, I feel it. I feel it happening. I feel the comments churning right now. I feel it. You know, that, that this does not mean that neither of us understand that, chaser is a real thing and we understand that there's history behind the term and all of this stuff and there are men who might legitimately fall in this under this definition like the word didn't come out of nowhere and the word is it the creation of the word wasn't bullshit it's the overuse of the word that has really become problematic as fuck
1: it's overused and it's not even clear what people mean when they say it their that definitions too. are all over the damn place
0: yes yes yeah like
1: most people th- most people use it when they they're talking about like someone that's attracted to trans people but isn't respectful whereas uh-huh. like they don't use that for people that they consider respectful but then they don't even have a term for those for those women you they know like they don't
0: have that's th- there you go i think you hit it you hit you, you you hit on something most trans women don't have a term for men that are attracted to not most but there are a lot of trans women that don't have a term for men who are attracted to trans women who are respectful.
1: Right. Like, like there's, there's, there's there's no never-
0: good term for men in their vocabulary. There's no positive term for men that are attracted to trans women.
1: Yeah, and so I like I really want there to be one.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: I don't I didn't like in my book I say that it'd be good if we had that language uh, but I don't necessarily I don't prescribe, like, here's the word we should use, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I, I, I can't couldn't think of one. Um, but also, yeah, there's already GAMP, you know, like an andromorphophilia. There's already that scientific term. So the scientists can already talk about this in a neutral way. Um, but the laymen
0: know, maybe- talk about it and I'm, I'm the layman. Uh, the layman talks about it and uses terms like transamorous or transattracted, right? And um, you know, there are I, I can what I what I can say is the term transamorous and transattracted is a term that I've seen people become highly offended by. Um, and I'm gonna just be real; it's a lot of people in the white delegation. <laughs> the, white uh, yeah. the white delegation is not friendly at all to the concept of straight men or cisgender men who specifically are attracted to trans women or who are specifically seeking them out. Um and a lot of it, you know, is really based on like the erasure, like trans erasure, like they want to erase that facet of the situation. So it's like, well, you, there is no such thing as trans attraction because trans women are women, so you just like women. And it's like, yeah, I like women, but I like this kind of woman, and trans <laughs> yeah. women are not cis women, dummy. So, what, what the fuck? Like, it, it people really try to conflate so many ideas in this space makes no fucking sense. And it's just like trans women are women. I'm like, yeah, that's true, but I would never agree that trans women are cis women. Trans women are women in the same way that cis women are women, and anybody who is a woman deserves the rights and privileges and respect that we afford to women. So, I mean, that includes the opening up the door for you, helping to carry your bags, whatever. All the chivalry. Put my coat yeah. over the puddle. They love having Silly shit.
1: carried. Yeah.
0: All that shit. Like it, it is what it is. I mean, it's yeah. just the, the society that we live in. I I am a product of the patriarchy, so you know all this being a gentleman and chivalry, and you know trying to show up for women in a certain way. Like, okay, you're a woman. All right, I'm I'm going to do these things because I was taught this is how you treat a woman, and these these are the rights and privileges that society affords to women. I don't complain about them. I just that's just what life was is to me. It's what I was trained to be. I guess.
1: And I bet so, a lot of them appreciate that. You know. Yeah.
0: My girl doesn't they, walk on the outside when we're walking down the street. I'm on the street side. I will shift and move her around. And it's just like, but just because you're trans doesn't mean you're not a woman and you don't get that respect, but you're not a cis woman. Right. Like and some people yeah, really try to play that game. I don't it's, I'm not here to convince anybody, I don't know, whatever. I'm sorry. It's it's this whole thing. People are crazy.
1: No, I get what you're saying, though, where like sometimes trans women, they just say, like, I'm just a woman and you're attracted to me because you're attracted to women. And then that sort of like eliminates their own category in a way. Mm-hmm. And it makes it really hard to even have a reasonable conversation about attraction to trans women mm-hmm. um, If if you can't even have them be a distinct category.
0: Look, if we can't talk about the fact that this man likes a woman with a penis. Uh, we can't deal, we can't have an honest conversation. Period. Period, point play, period. He he, he does, he's attracted to a woman with a penis or he's just attracted to a woman, to women and doesn't mind that she has a penis. But either way, he doesn't hate your penis. He's not repelled by it. He came here for a reason. That's not the only reason. Just like all cis men don't show up for vagina, vagina only. Like you still gotta be pretty. You still have to be worth exactly. dealing with. Yeah, it's all these qualifiers that are still there.
1: But yeah, all the, the day, stuff. Yeah,
0: like it's just people try to boil. the Oh well, you only like because. Oh, okay, so you like chicks with dicks, huh? So that's all you like is a dick. That's that's it. It's like okay, well, that's disingenuous as fuck. And you're not trying to have a real conversation about attraction to trans women, because now you. The person who makes that assumption, you're erasing the totality of the person. I didn't do that shit. Yeah. So it's 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 all fucking crazy. I, I people listening to this, I did not plan to go in this direction. I did not plan to talk about this shit. But you know, I've already, like I said before, I've already been canceled twenty times over, and yeah, it is what used it to is. It, right. So yeah, is <laughs> what it is. But Phil, um. Thank you for coming on, and thank you for talking attraction to trans. We're going to break it down this this term. Say it again because, you know, I can't get the shit right. It's gynandromorphophilia. There you go. And, and so, if
1: someone's attracted to being that, it's autogynandromorphophilia.
0: There you go. So um, look up the terms, do some research. Um, it's just good to have these, you know, new social science terms and, and just to know what's out there. Um, you know, we, we talk about cisgender. Well, that's a social science term. Like people talk, it came from that space where we're using these terms now, and more people are using these terms. And yeah, it can get a little confusing to some people, but you know, it's just good to be aware of what's out there and the concepts that are out there. And, um, you know, men who are listening to this, it's always good to just think about it. You know, introspection is great, understanding yourself is even greater. And, um, you know, that's just important uh, uh, as a whole when it comes to this life journey that we're on. You know, knowing yourself is a big part of it. So, um, Phil, thank you very much. And I appreciate you being on the show. Um, if you're interested in, in learning more about Phil, uh it, Phil wrote again the name of the book is Auto Heterosexual Attracted to Being the Other Sex. Um, you can find Phil Illy on Twitter. Um <laughs> auto- <laughs> Are you auto- <laughs> uh dot is phil's website so you know look at look you know go on the website learn some more do some research buy the book whatever so um but yeah thank you so much man uh we will oh i uh, we'll have you back uh hopefully there's some more research we could talk about in the uh, future
1: we only talked about like a quarter of it there's a lot ah,
0: nice there's well, a lot great we got we got room we got room for more discussion. Awesome. Yeah. So. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. There is uh, plenty of room for a lot more discussion. Wow. I can't believe I had this thing over here the whole time. Oops. I didn't even have my microphone on. Um. So, yeah, plenty of room for more discussion for sure. Um <clears throat> Yeah, uh, and we we had a really dope conversation after that recording, um, and, and Phil went into, into a few things. I'm like, yeah, we definitely need to hit those topics next time we come next time we have you on. So, um, but yeah, I I appreciate everybody you know keeping the chat live and all of that stuff. Uh, Tracy, Mike, Doug, I see y'all over there acting a fool in my comments. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, I I just think, you know, the whole conversation was, you know, definitely dope. And hold on, let me, I think I turned off the thing. No, I did. I did, didn't I? Huh. My name thing ain't showing up. Anyways, I switched my name to being canceled because, you know, I'm canceled and that's just what it is. So... (laughs) There we go. Big Chris canceled. Yeah, I know. I kept it real on on there. And I said some really real things that, you know, people just don't say it. they afraid to say it. They afraid to keep it real and speak their mind and just 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 talk about what they've seen. So that's just what I was doing. But um, really was uh, a delight to have Phil on the show. Phil will be back. Um, I am also efforting a interview with some with, with with creators of a, a pretty dope uh, dating website. Um, if you haven't checked it out, if you're, I mean, if you're guys, if you're single and you're looking um, there is a website called my transgender date.com. That's actually pretty dope. Um, and yeah, definitely is a good website. Real people on there. Um, I know people, I know I got a friend who found his wife on that platform. So there are people who are actually looking for a relationship on that platform specifically. Um, it's a really good platform. It definitely works as real people on there. I've used it before in the past. Um, so it definitely wasn't all bots or anything like that. It, and, you know, sorry, uh, whatever people hate me for saying this, but it wasn't flooded with, you know, prostitutes looking for new clients or anything like that as well. That believe it or not is a problem on a lot of other platforms you know, guys end up having a conversation and the girls start and the this year girls start trying to give them a rates and shit. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? So <laughs> uh yes, Tracy, you can find you a husband on my transgenderdate.com Have at it. <laughs> I'm I'm tired of my friends playing games in my uh in 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 in, in my comments over here today. So but um thank you for watching the show y'all. That's really all I got this week. Um hopefully y'all learned something from it. Uh hopefully there was something in there that resonated with you or just get, you know, make you think about things a little bit differently. Um but yeah, we're going to be having some more dope conversations as the year moves on. Um yeah, sorry about not being every single week. You know, I'm I'm kind of just in the space where, you know, hey, I ain't got nothing to say. Just, I'm just not going to go on. So, you know, when I when I feel like I got a message or, you know, we got something to say or there's a dope conversation I can have, we're going to do this thing. So, um, efforting another interview coming up here pretty soon. Um, <clears throat> uh, what is this? Oh, <laughs> my! <laughs> we'll just let Tracy keep, keep on with the jokes today. Tracy says, I am Mike Chanel. I don't go on sale. My rate is my rate. I said what I said. Don't get the wrong idea, y'all. Tracy's not a sex worker. She's not trying to sell nothing. She's just a very big fan of Chanel and, you know, that. Oh, a version of the Real Talk podcast is in the work. Yeah, check out the Real Talk podcast with my main man, Mike Brooklyn. Um, Very dope podcast to check out. Also, don't forget, check out Translash Media. So Go support... Um, Amara Jones, a former guest of the show. She was recently named one of the 100 uh, most influential people um, by Time Magazine, which is awesome as fuck. So uh, with that, we are out. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like this video. Share this video with people you may know. If you're on Facebook, hit the share button. Get this out to people. If you're listening on podcasts, Copy the link to this, vid, to this podcast episode and send it out to your friends. So, <laughs> yeah, get the word out there. And we're going to have some more informational stuff coming coming um, this year and some interesting conversations. So, with that, we out. I'll see you all another Friday night.